Shut up, Alex. You said it, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Playful Banter Podcast, everybody. I didn't know we were recording. We're recording. Oh, okay. oh like we've started. Oh, cool. Because your headphones aren't working. Wow. <laughs> no, Way to get it going, Kyle. <laughs> yep. Now I'll actually start it. Sup with the sup, sup, Playful yeah, Banter Podcast listeners. Uh, with Kyle, I'm Robbie like normal, but unlike normal, this is a very non-normal day. Any day with Alex Brown here is not normal, but any day with Jeremy the Chosen One is exceptional hello that's right we got oh, was we have not uno not dos not trace but quattro voices coming to you on the pod today gentlemen how are we living i'm still kind of grumpy that we didn't see Bijan today Bijan, Bijan, Bijan. i think <laughs> Dijon, Bijan. he's not mustard <laughs> yeah so really it's always nice it. to start the podcast with a nice inside joke that no one outside of this circle <laughs> knows what's going on so why i'm doing very and... well robbie what? thank you for asking Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks for staying on task. <laughs> so now that we're not on task, or now that we're a little back on task, let's get off task again. Alex, explain who Bijan is and why it's such a disappointment. <laughs> well, we went today to try to get fitted for suits for Kyle McGowan's wedding. Yes. What are we, we were, are we four of the seven? Of yeah. Your I, seven? Think, I think including there's six rooms, man. You're three of the six. So you got 50, I'm separate. You got fit the strong 50% here. But got a 50% here. No, we got the strong. <laughs> this is the strength. But Bajanga, Actually, uh, the other guys are cool, too, though. A <laughs> very uh, highly uh, regarded from Kyle gave us good indication. We went there, and he wasn't there. His backup wasn't there. Didn't get measured. We saw the suits. And now we're going to have to see each other tomorrow. I don't think it was a wasted evening, though. I don't think so, either. Yeah. I enjoyed it. So to translate what yeah. Alex just said, we went to Macy's to talk to a specific person that Jeremy knew. Like, you guys met Bijan through Jeremy for your wedding. Yeah, and we met Bijan through our videographer. So oh. it's, a, it's a tale of Bijan. Right. Uh, and I believe, Kyle, you even asked, what days do you work? And he said all of them. And he said, I work all days. And then we show up and he works not That today. is a lie. Well, yeah. if you look at the schedule, he does work... Like all days, you probably left at five today. or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I probably just worked earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. Should have asked time. Should have okay. got more specific <laughs> on my questions. Cool, he's here twenty four seven. He lives here. <laughs> Sweet, perfect. So we're gonna have to go back tomorrow <laughs> to get fit for these uh, for the suits. But yep, tis what it is. But we got good food and we're getting a podcast out of this night. So That's yes. true. We're excited. Yes. Uh, some of you fellow or loyal listeners might recognize Jeremy from. Uh, the Things and Stuff podcast, uh, very well known. Our amongst, sister podcast. That's, that's right. On life support. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I also have home. guests are hosted. You've been on our podcast. Yes. We've been on your podcast. There's been some, there's been some cross pollination. But, but it's, but it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been some reciprocity going on. But mm-hmm. it's a pleasure to have both of you here, especially Jeremy, Alex. They're, they know cool. what they're getting into. Yeah, you're cool. <laughs> you're cool to have here too. Um, he may brought. He may have brought coronavirus, but. So, we'll see. so to tease it, let's offer a little teaser. Just a little taster. Just a taste. Do it, do it like a like a radio tease. Like coming up. Today on the Playful Banter Podcast. The fearsome quattro. What's a what's an alliteration for a quattro? The quad. <laughs> the quad quarrel. Quattro. Quizzical. The quizzical quattro. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> 
Interesting. The Quizzical Quattro will talk about not just women of the week, but also a dog of the week. We will be talking personal debates. We'll be talking babies, continuing the debate from last episode. And after the break, a bracket challenge unlike any other you've ever heard. That was, that was okay. And now, a word from our sponsor. Thanks. <laughs> I, Thanks. I, you guys I, could be on TV. I, like, I liked it. I think we need some practice. I did find out today that I will be emceeing an assembly for the first time in a month. I feel like that's a downgrade for you. Did, I agree. But it's a tougher audience. That's fair. Are but you going to have commercial breaks in, while doing that? In an assembly? <laughs> going to tease, tease the assembly? <laughs> now we, we tend to lose them if we give them breaks. So. This assembly has been brought to you by Me Undies. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, is it higher stakes than Portland State? I would say it's a harder crowd to please, probably. Yeah. Well, because they're not there to be entertained. Well, and I will say also the assembly that I've been selected to MC is the Academicus <laughs> Honors Assembly, which nobody actually cares oh, about yeah. anyway. So I'm going to have to spice it up a little. You should spice that. And I, there, there should be games. There should be chance. And I feel like, well, I, I don't, I don't. Have, Simon says four point Simon oh. Four point oh. Mm-hmm. Four point oh. I think that's yeah. going to be a podcast topic down the road as it gets closer. How do I spice up the academic mm-hmm. honors assembly? Her name is Kelly. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> She's not smelly. Yeah. That part doesn't have to rhyme. Keep going. She's got a belly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One more. And you are Kelly. Jelly. <laughs> Good work, gentlemen. Rocket. You know who's not named Kelly, but are two women that are very inspiring. Rock it to me. Sabrina Ionescu and Ruthie Hebert. I know that they have a special place in our hearts as Duck fans. Um, but these two... At least 75% of our hearts. Yeah, at least. Oh, Do you I, know? I'm, a, I'm a duck fan. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say he he likes them. Confirmed 100 percent right? of them. Yeah, 100 percent. Are we making noise? Uh, so for those of you that don't know, those are the two stars of our beloved Oregon women's basketball team, and I would have to say that in my personal opinion, these are these two women are not only exceptional athletes, but they're exceptional people. Um, and not only, I, I really do think that they're probably the two best players in program history. Yep. Um, but I think that what that alone, I don't think would have them be women of the week on the podcast. But after every single game, they stay and they sign autographs and they take pictures and they shoot around with kids. And all of this next generation of young female basketball players is coming to watch them play. And they're like the the perfect role models, I think. And that's what makes you a woman of the week. It's not just talent. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, about 80% through your little monologue there, I'm like, where is he going with this? Like, Why, why did <laughs> he bring this back. up? I'm like, oh, women of the week. That's what, I'm like, why are we talking about them? Now. Oh, women of the I didn't know. Okay. <laughs> He's gotta, been on the podcast. you guys. you got to track it. you got to track where I'm going. <laughs> got it. Yeah, we're in the routine. We've got a note on Apple Notes here. We're on the WOTW right. section. Women of the week. Yes. Uh, and any other thoughts on UNESCO and Hebert? Um, when we were in school, we would go to a, a women's basketball game and there would be 14 people there. Yep. You could count them with just looking at them. And a- after, I mean, <laughs> Shut up. it takes a lot of people to build up a program, but after a lot of what these two have done, we were there last week and the entire stadium was full. 
which for women's basketball is unheard cool. of great achievement yeah. it's very cool to even see at schools like that UConn, they had a hard time selling out when but, they were at their height but any, anything that can get a community rallying around women's sports i think is very good for equality and life i just think they're great ambassadors for the university they're great people they haven't done a single thing wrong you can't ask for a better student athlete they're both really smart mm-hmm. they've done everything the right way and mm-hmm. you know they're also really good at basketball well and what's kind of cool is they're pretty different too like ruthie's kind of that shy quiet uh superstar like she really does deserve more credit than i think that she gets um but hearing her in interviews she doesn't want all that attention and sabrina is like sabrina like she's the goat um, and she's so good on TV and in interviews and all of that stuff. They both seem to thrive in the situation that they're in. It's mm-hmm. not like Ruthie is a legit top five player in college basketball, but she's got like the spotlight robbed from her. So she's very gracious, I think, in her role, which is, a like you said, another testament to her, too. And so they're both thriving in the roles that they're in, and I'm going to support both of them in the WNBA. I personally wish that I had a Sabrina Ionescu Ducks jersey, but they're sold out all the time. Jeremy, can you which is also very can cool. you figure that out, please? I, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't fall under that's your purview. No. 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 So on our on our rundown here, I under I followed the the Women of the Week segment. I'm a little bit confused on the next one. Can you can you enlighten me on what the next segment so is? So we we've done Woman of the Week for almost two years, I actually think. Um, because we started it on International Women's Day. I think a couple of years ago, and I think International Women's Day is actually coming up again in Did, March. Didn't it already just happen? Maybe it already just happened. <laughs> I think it just happened. Okay, either way. It's around two years, though. We've been doing it for two years. This is our first ever dog, doggo of the week, and this popped up on, on Twitter. I know that Alex and I were talking about it. I don't know if you guys saw it, but... Um, oh, it's on Sunday, International Women's Day. Oh, coming up. See? You spring forward right into International Women's Day. <laughs> As is, well, that because women advance us. Yes, right? they spring us forward. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and in the name of segues, another thing that sprung us forward today was on Twitter, uh, it made the rounds that there was this dog, this really cool-looking golden retriever, uh, just ate a burrito right out of someone's hand. The content that we're all there for, Right. Um, and then I didn't notice until like literally 30 minutes ago as we were planning for this podcast, it was Elizabeth Warren's dog on the day that she dropped out of the presidential race. And so Twitter has really rallied behind Bailey, the golden retriever, just saying, just let the dog have a burrito. It's a tough day to be Bailey. It It needs needs it. It needs Uh a burrito. Let it have a burrito. So Bailey is our dog of the week. I was confused because it says Bailey the butter on the note. I didn't know what that meant. Is this a shared note? Yes. It is a shared note. Would you like to be shared on it? No, I'm good. Okay. Bailey the burrito eater is what mine says. Oh, did not update on mine. Oh, but I'm watching the dog eating the burrito now. Yeah. And they like tried to pry it out of its it mouth and I'm just like, it up. what are you going to do with that burrito at this point? Just let the dog eat the burrito. I think they're probably trying to save the dog's health. There's not that much it's bad in a burrito. I don't know. Maybe steak. salsa maybe would be bad in no, the tomatoes. I'm sure it'd be okay. It's just not a thing that you think, oh, let me feed a dog a burrito. No, nah, I think you let, they don't the, you let that dog. The they don't want to pick up the poop. You let that dog finish. It's earned a burrito. Kyle and I know. You got to pick that up afterwards. <laughs> I've had a dog. I know what dog poop is like. You know yeah. what rabbit poop is like? 
really small, small rocks. <laughs> yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> but isn't there like a lot of it all the time? There is, but it keeps it in a little I would rock. like to see your rabbit eat a burrito. Have you seen, do you remember, it was quite a while ago, but they had that hamster that they made little burritos for, and there's just a viral I video. I oh, remember yeah. the, all this tiny food in yeah. the small kitchen. All yeah, this. they just like with little tiny tweezers would put these little tiny burritos in front of this <laughs> hamster and they would eat it. Anyway. <laughs> uh, That's what we live for. I don't know how to segue from here to the next thing. You go for it, Kyle. All right. There's no segue. Actually, there is a segue. Do little, it. little tiny... <laughs> There you go. I'm with you now. I'm behind you. (laughs) To little tiny humans. Last week, we talked about our thoughts on having twins versus just standard babies, the boring ones. Um, So boring. And our number one prize-winning listener sent us in an email. It's titled, Churston's Semi-Regular Post-Podcast Email. By the way, I'm mad that neither of you send us emails. Yeah, you jerks. I'll do that instead of Twitter at work from now on. <laughs> you don't tweet at us either. He does occasionally, but hasn't in a while. But you asked me to email you. Yes. I'll email us, please. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, that, that's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> the email says, yes, we are pregnant again, because we remarked on his wife's pregnancy. Congratulations. Last podcast. Yes. We've been pregnant for like the last four years. <laughs> <laughs> she is due the first week of April, so this is not new information. <laughs> I have a... I have a tweet revealing the gender pinned to my profile at Chess Allen PDX, which neither of you liked. Okay, I'm doing it right now. That's our bad. Keep going. I'm going to like it right now. I'm glad you guys are talking about babies because this means you're thinking about having them yourselves, which would lead to some great podcast content as well as the immense joy and love that comes with being a parent, blah, blah, blah. That would be great content. It would be pretty good content. Let's have a kid. Re, twins versus triplets versus regular babies. This gets wordy, so don't feel obligated to read the whole thing on the podcast. Oh, I'm reading the whole thing. Hard no on triplets. I don't have personal experience, but this is personally. But personally, I think triplets would kill me. Twins, on the other hand, I think would be ideal, especially if it were boy girl. At that point, you can just call it quits. Your life would be perfect. It will be hard, but like you said, at least the baby phase is over in half the time. In our case, we feel perfectly whelmed by having two kids, but we wanted to try for a boy, and we both came from families with three kids and liked it. And we wanted our baby slash toddler phase to end sooner. And we like the age gap of two-ish years between each. That's a run-on sentence. Having two... <laughs> having two wait, that, to, wait to assess the grammar errors, Kyle, as we go. Having two that were close together and then a third kid like four years after seemed like it would create a bummer dynamic for the youngest child, which is totally fair. That is. I get it. So we decided to compress the chows. <laughs> I'm sure Maddie and I will be be shells chaos. of our... Chaos. The word is chaos, not chaos. <laughs> no, let him run with it. <laughs> you guys heard that, right? That's amazing. I didn't, I didn't make I heard that chels. up. You were just reading and went chaos. I, I read it as chows. I didn't... I read yeah, the... I heard chows. <laughs> chows. I was, like, I was <laughs> like, what is that? I, I thought I'm was... not going to call him. I don't know what that means. I don't know what it's like. I, thought... yeah, I was like, what's the context? I'm not sure. I thought it was a child typo. <laughs> <laughs> that's he's embarrassing still, but he's still doing correct <laughs> he actually made a correct move and you so we it. decided to compress the chaos that's my bad chess i'm sure maddie and i will be shells of ourselves for the next two years but we have the energy for it now mostly and these little clowns will be relatively independent by the time maddie and i are in our 40s so we will have plenty of kid free time left all that being said being a girl dad has been the best part of my life and i highly recommend it whether it comes down comes in the form of twins triplets or regular ass babies <laughs> but man i love a good set of twins <laughs> dwight Schrute. yeah quoting dwight Schrute there at the end always good i like that no matter what 
way that you have a family, you can always spin it to be the to be a positive way. Like you, you could have, have to. You could have. You four. can't be like, oh man, <laughs> we really <laughs> screwed <laughs> up. <laughs> I Wait, hate so all my kids. This, we made this decision, and I'm stuck with it. Yeah. So, where do you guys stand on uh, twins versus? Uh, Robbie's regular. pro twins. I'm more pro twin than I'm. Kyle's. I'm more pro standard baby. So help can, me God. Uh, can if, I? Can we? Can I hear your arguments for and against? Well, honestly, yeah. my Listen number one podcast pitch. last week. Jerry. You were gonna say that. And I didn't want to interrupt, my 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 new number one argument is the Dwight Schrute quote. <laughs> if I end up having getting a chance to announce twins, I'm just going to cut that part of the office and put that on social media, mm-hmm. and that's all I'm gonna say. Man, I love a good set of twins. Yeah, Robbie is more, he wants a compressed time of madness and then chill the rest of the time. And I'm more, I want them to be a little bit spread out. So I'm just like medium mad the whole time. For six yeah, because years. I feel like even though it's compressed, even though it's compressed, it's also concentrated. Like it's twice Correct. the chaos. Yes. Correct. What I what I want to know. But is... I feel like when you're already in a state of chaos, having a second one, and I do feel like there's a big difference between twins and triplets. I feel like twins is manageable chaos that isn't actually going to like exponentially blow things up so much but i just imagine having a kid and you know being going through the infant stage and stuff and then just right as you're about to get out of that and get back into the clear of maybe having a life boom you're right back at square one with a brand new one and so for like six or seven years of your life You've got something pooping in a diaper and so, whatever. You're trying. You're trying to maximize your years. Yeah, of not being miserable. Yeah, I, I, and I, I see the. <laughs> I was gonna say. I didn't the, say that. I yeah, see. I see the merits of of the other way as well. What Kyle's saying, but I just I like the idea of twins. I also think the Having bond time. between them would be cool. So um, triples will kill you. So in all yeah. fairness, I think that what is, needs to be said, if has has not already been said, is we are not the ones who are going to be pregnant. I was going to bring this up. So very... I, my point of view is that I think that it's a very empathetic point of view, Jeremy. Is that <laughs> Way twins, to make us all look like ass. <laughs> is, that, is that I'm like on one hand, twin twins is a great idea because, like you said, my wife would be able to get it all done with at once. Yep. But it could also be way worse being pregnant with twins. So I'm That's like. True. Yeah, well, and I think of that too because then, really all all of us are married to rather slight you know women and i especially my partner that was not not like I, like you are all beautiful they're, they are all very beautiful I you, but i just wanted like, to see where you were going you know that's why I laughed. none you of them are, are to six foot hundred and you know the, like whatever pounds birth birth yeah exactly looks okay. <laughs> let me go back i know kyle's not gonna edit this for my favor but like i have thought about you know my wife is a small person and carrying twins i'm just like my god she's already going to be the kind of pregnant woman where like you look at her from behind and you can't even tell that she's pregnant and then she turns to the side and you're going to be like because there's nowhere for it to go it'd have to go straight out i have not thought about this with Aaron. i'm gonna be honest no, that's why i, I really like, haven't twins i feel like although it could be good like having the the kids be like growing up at the same time etc and like get it all done with i'm like i don't know how that would work and to answer your question alex um, I feel like we want 1.5 kids. If we have one kid, <laughs> fine. If we have two kids, yeah, that's also fine. That's, so you want to have like a Benjamin between, Button situation? We're between one and two, which is why I said 1.5. If it's one and a dog, okay, out. that's 1.5. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll deal with so, that. So, 
with Aaron, it's that's the over under. The over under is one point five. If Aaron could have her point of view, it would be have met one. If she could, but she can't. <laughs> no point of view for you, no, Aaron. Nothing. You can't do it. If this she could have what she wants, she'd have him at once, so that she'd only have to be pregnant once because yeah. she doesn't want to go through it twice. Well, and that is a big positive because, like you said, being pregnant would suck. But when you're, you don't really have to go through labor two whole times because, like, they come in quick succession supposedly, and, or that mm. second one can sometimes. really <laughs> sometimes. But that second one usually can just kind of like ride the wave <laughs> this is all just, very just anatomically right out. scientifically correct all right so yeah it's, it's about yeah let's move on eh my answer was split <laughs> if you could have your point of view my point if of view. you could have your point of view but also if you have if this is saying that you have two kids like if you have one kid you're like oh, okay i think we're good There's see no that that's the that. other point is like if you have if you're in Chess's spot where the third time you're pregnant comes out twins, screwed. That's the risk you run. Mm-hmm. If, you are, if, you, if you're like, okay, we just want one more and then we're going to shut it down. Yep. And you get hit with triplets in that last one. Then your your kid count doubles. And well, one you of have our, exponential joy to your life. One of our uh, close friends, they're yeah. like, we're going to have three <laughs> kids. And then they had one. They're like, I think we're good. Yeah. <laughs> This one almost killed us. Yeah, we already hate each other. At least, at least they're able to adapt. Yeah, I think Ellen. I think that's because some people are like, we only want one, and then you're like, hey, this kid's kick ass. Let's have another one. Or you're like, I oh, say, I want a girl, head. but we had a boy. Let's try for another girl. We had a boy. Let's try it one more time. We had a boy. Yeah. Aaron, <laughs> Aaron has. I can't remember if this is because Aaron's kind of into this, where she is really into like on Facebook and Instagram. She follows these influencer families, you know, that post mm. regularly. They're like video bloggers and stuff like that. Um, and so I can't remember if this is actually someone that she knows or if it's one of those people. But they have four boys, and she's been and the mom has been pregnant again. And so they've kind of she's been following, and they just announced the baby. And she, you know that she wants a girl so bad, and they just announce it's another stinking boy. And you've just got to be like. You know, you're happy that you're having another baby. You're going to, you know, love the child. But That's part of you of is just like, really? Five in a row? My dad had six brothers. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's seven boys? Is yeah. there any nope. girls? Nope. My my mom had three brothers, and she was the only daughter. And I have Really seven. carried on the Brown family line. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's just you. Just for the me. boys. Just Andrea Alex. was a real upset. Good for her. Yeah. Alex, you're old. That's true. Too old. What are you most looking forward to about getting old? <laughs> no, 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 I was, no, I was no, hoping, no. I was hoping that wasn't even a segue. We're just going to throw that out and then no. say, hey, so what's the deal with carrots? <laughs> no. So let me let me um, give the, the back story to this one. Okay. Uh, Natalie and I just went to visit her parents in uh, Palm Springs, right outside of Palm mm-hmm. Springs in Indio. They have recently, as of the last like three years, become snowbirds and so for the winter they go uh, down palm springs yeah they go down to palm springs they go to like it's an rv resort like these really nice motorhomes that they're on this like golf course area and like have all these activities and stuff and while down there as you know palm springs bunch of old people yes it's like this is why it applies to the you. haven listen i'm i'm <laughs> and they have like they are like all everyone there is like in a club or so active they have like a pickleball like monday nights margarita nights and they have bingo nights and they have like pickleball tournaments during the day golf tournaments all, yada, yada, pickleball yada. is an underrated sport we Continue. need to talk about pickleball but finish it no yeah we'll get to pickleball but they're doing things all the time so I, my initial topic was um what's the most what's the best old person hobby or mm. what what do you like 
what's the best old person game. Uh-huh. But then I'm like, no, 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 no. What do you? What are you most looking forward to about getting old? Because it's not just about the games and activities. What are you most looking forward to about getting mm-hmm. old? So my one question before I answer is no, to you: What is like? What do you consider old? Like the age threshold? Just like retirement and after you? I say that's on. up to you. But yeah, what do you I think, I think retirement. I've just been told retire- I am retirement. Old, so retirement age. Retirement age is what the 60. the spirit of the question is. Like social okay. security retirement age. Because I'm planning on retiring. You right? have your time back. <laughs> you're, you're, oh, you're planning on retiring. You, you, have, you have lots of time. You're going to be doing things spending time. Okay, I would say the thing that I'm most looking forward to about being old is just being able to make plans and decisions and everything without having to worry about work not like your time is all your time so you're looking forward to retiring so but i just mean like you have all thing. the time to decide what you want so if you want you to have, go do pickleball yeah. one day you can do pickleball if you i want to go more hours in the day to plan with i could go downtown portland and play with the giant chess pieces for like 10 hours because that's what I want to do. We could have podcasted. Be the old guy at the yeah. park just I am playing little kids in chess. We, running kids in chess. Well, you you did that when you were in college because you would come home and you'd be sitting there in my sand volleyball court. I have a lot for, of practice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're already used to being the guy that sits in a park waiting for people to come play with him. That's why I know that I'll enjoy it a lot. <laughs> he did a test run. And I feel he like um, our generation of old people is going to be one of the most fun with like how like we're, we do game nights and whatnot and then also so you imagine like all of these like video game rooms with old people playing PlayStation oh, Two and GameCube and stuff like that. Like our our retirement homes are going to be That'd pretty be interesting. Mario Kart marathons in no. fifty years. No, exactly. Do I like, do worry that ours retirement. will not maybe be as active because of that. Like we might not be a pickleball generation. <laughs> we might be a let's all sit around on our phones generation. <laughs> whatever, they, whatever, whatever the version of but a phone I get, is. I get when what retire. you're saying. Where it's yeah. like you know. Right now, during the weekdays, so five out of the seven days a week for most of us, we only have like a couple hours of, you know, social time, you know, five out of the seven days of the week. But when you're retired, you've got that whole, like, you can get together with your pals and podcast at 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. Every yeah, day they, is the They weekend. wake up and they are going. They're like, wake up, podcast. Pickle, it's like, uh, it's called Paddles Hold on the Fence Podcast. Board. Wednesday. Podcast. <laughs> Paddles on the fence, pickleboard. Then you go golf tournament. Then they go bingo night. Then they go. They have like which is healthy. That's awesome. We could crank out sixteen podcasts in a week. (laughs) The the bi daily, (laughs) the bi daily pod plus extras. Find it on your Alexa in the morning. No, so uh, Robbie and Kyle, what are you guys looking forward to about getting old? I would say that I'm most looking forward to viewing myself as an old wise guy to spread knowledge upon the youth. View himself, I not what we say, view. Oh yeah, to say the same thing. It's not the reality of the situation, but oh yeah, I'm gonna view myself as this. I've guy. got self confidence. I don't have that much self confidence that you he guys are gonna view me that way. Point of view. But I, I have, <laughs> yeah, I can only control that. All of my life, I've always like my favorite Star Wars character is Yoda, and my favorite Harry Potter character is Dumbledore, and my favorite Lord of the Rings character is Gandalf. So you have an old man fetish? No, I like, I like. <laughs> I like the old smart people. Okay. So you're attracted to old intelligent men. I mean, if you depends on how you view the word attracted. I know what he means. You, you know what I mean, but too. I but I know what I want to believe. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, I will twist your words. I'm excited to watch Alex in the park. <laughs> He's <laughs> sit, just gonna be sit on the at bench. a chessboard. I will not play with him. I will just watch him sit lonely by the chessboard, waiting for some youngster to come by and challenge him, feeding the birds. I especially want to see the youngsters beat him and then old Alex get upset. I was what? What? <laughs> what? You can't do that. Yeah, all the all your like hand motions and mannerisms and unfinished sentences. We're playing two thousand rules. I think mine is probably more similar to Alex's. I, I, the time thing. I think like more time to do stuff. But you guys know me, and for those of you who don't, when I have a hobby, I like I dive into it. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, I really want it. And so the, just the time to be like, hey, if I'm, I'm like, you know what? I'm going golfing every day this week. Yeah. You know? Or, hey, I'm going to like really get into X, Y, and Z. I feel like yeah. having that time to just Taxidermy. dive yeah. into a hobby. I have, a, I have an uncle like that who, I guess, and this was before I met him, but he used to have like this huge coin collecting obsession. So he'd wake up, and he used to be this like super high-powered corporate lawyer in like the oil industry so like super stressful job for a really long time and then he retired and he's but he is just kind of this goofy guy or whatever and i think the job just beat him down but he got super into like old roman coin collecting and so he would just scour ebay and find all these coins and go super into all of that and then he got super into pokemon go Ah. which I'll keep you active you say, a little bit. It, you know did. About he that. walked a ton. Like he would go, he'd pick up his grandson, and he would put him in the stroller, and he'd walk up and down the Santa Monica Pier for hours a day. Um, and so I could totally see what you're saying. I'm kind of like that too, where I'm hoping that when I retire, I'm still young enough one to travel and have more freedom, and hopefully money to travel, um, and also the the just like staying busy with stuff that i want to be doing i don't want to just sit and read and watch tv all day every day that would be it's good to have that flexibility to do it when you want to but i like the idea of going up and golfing or you'll have the time and the means to delve into hobbies basically i will become an artist i want a pottery wheel yeah there was a good segue there but you guys just kept talking i, I, was, I was like hey here, is that you, what you, you lobbed it to? oh yeah i was like oh you just lobbed it's up no fun with an easy so you were like, you were talking about travel and uh oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah and then you cruise past this and segment. one of the topics that you guys wanted to bring cruise. up was where would you travel to tomorrow if you if you could go this anyway. was your question i actually even changed it right <laughs> you, you changed it to this i changed it three times <laughs> this is the one we're doing it's the shared notes, not <laughs> This is why we have Alex on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> so my question was, if you could travel anywhere tomorrow on Earth, where would you go? Unlimited um, Earth? Yes, not to <laughs> Mars or something like that. If you can go to any country, let's make it simple. If you go to any country, where would you want to go? Probably not anywhere with the coronavirus. So Italy might have been on my list, but it's not now. Maybe and for me, like there. since I was like really little, my bucket list place, like place I've always wanted to go was Australia. Yeah, and it just That's breaks my heart one. now that like eighty percent of or seventy percent of Australia is like was on fire, and it's like know. all of the like not all, but like a lot of the natural beauty that like, you wanted to go explore in the wilderness and stuff is like is burned. Yeah, yeah. So I'm with you. I don't know it's where where I would want to go. Um, I think possibly somewhere in South America. I've been on almost every continent Ooh. and i have not been to south america so or australia or australia. Pat- patagonia or Andrews. antarctica those are the three i haven't been to <laughs> we nailed it jeremy <laughs> trivia accomplished <laughs> i would choose south africa 
You've been talking about going there. I know. I really want to go. I want to cool. go to Cape Town. I think it looks really cool. You know really there's cool. shark attacks there. Yeah, I want to fight the sharks. Do you uh, remember Shannon, Andrew's friend that came camping with us a couple years ago? Yes. Oh, yeah. She is spending like two months in Africa, and she was in South uh, South Africa. Yeah. I think there would be a cool, like, there we'll is a there cool, like, trip you could take yeah. up the east coast of Africa that takes you through, like, Serengeti, and, like, you can go see Kilimanjaro, and mm. there's, you know, kind of... I've, I've, I've climbed looked, that. I've, been I've looked into it. Did you know that Kilimanjaro is, like, the first most hiked uh, mountain in the world? And, like, Mount Hood is really high on the list. Really? Yes. Yeah, it Mount, is. Like, Mount Hood's like one of the top I mean, three or something most. Kilimanjaro. It's because it's it's hard, but not too hard, and it's easy for someone right. to it's, come and It's do hard it. enough to make it a, a challenge worth doing, and it's but it's still accessible. And I think a lot of people do it before they go and do like one of the much more difficult. Yeah, it is. A good, it's like a training mountain. Yeah, I've heard exactly. a lot. Um, also, I have a new answer to the question: is I would want to mm-hmm. go to Iceland. Ooh, that's a good one. Mm, I want to see the Northern too. Lights. I know. Or being those like those like the lagoons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could see the Northern Lights in Australia. What would, what would you not, choose, Robbie? In Australia. Not Australia. The Southern Lights. Alaska. <laughs> yeah, that'd and, be fun. Yeah. I so, don't think during the time that we're there, but they're there. So you I'd said like, Italy. I'd like to go to Greece. Because mm. I've spent mm. like just a little bit of time in Greece. I want to do exactly what you're doing in September. I really want to do that trip. Yes. I will tell you off air the fun that I'm having with our travel agency. It's it's great. Also, <laughs> to answer the question, Mount Hood is the third most hiked mountain wow. in the world. Fact checked. Behind Crazy. Um, Mount Fuji and Mount Monadoc. Monadoc. So, oh, I was thinking of Fuji, not Kilimanjaro then. I, I, Kilimanjaro I, is like fifth. Oh, okay. If so I, I could if I yeah. go to any Top country five. in the world, it would have to be either No one. You pick one. It's your question. Three, two, one. Pick. Uh, Argentina. So Patagonia, Patagonia. Chile, it. down there. I wanted to Those go down are... there and check it out. Okay. It's I'll expensive. It's really expensive to fly down there. It takes forever. How so... did we end up with five topics on our rundown and four of us? Uh, oh, it was the bonus one. That's what yeah, you added on. Your TV show one is another isn't one that this he a, had. Isn't uh, this one a bonus anyway, one? Anyway, yeah, we have two bonus ones. We have... <laughs> your bonus is going to be real quick. So let's start whipping around a little faster. Mine's kind of simple. Okay. I am rather stressed. <laughs> I'm working towards some really big events and stuff that I'm working on at school, and it's really stressing me out. And I'm like, got other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And so, what are ways that you guys effectively relax and kind of unwind when you get stressed? I will go into a room by myself. Period. That's it. You're just alone. And then... <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I was insane. Uh, wait, you ruined the suspense. <laughs> I don't want to Robbie know can't handle silence. I don't, I don't, I don't want to know what you're doing in that room by yourself. Um, and I will put my headphones on and I will just listen to music for a long time with lay down with my eyes closed. Or I will play music. Those are kind of the two ways that I do it. I think, I think for me, it's and probably similar to what you already try to do now is just spend time with my wife. Literally, we'll just like lay on the couch together take a nap like she'll just fall asleep on me or i'll fall asleep on her or the dog or the dog except the dog usually runs away and besides that i will usually relaxing uh she just doesn't like constant human touch um i will go i i play video games to relax but usually i'm not so much like a shooter like call of duty type of thing i'm much more 
like strategy. That's what I kind of like try to do. So it, it's, it gets my brain thinking, but it gets my brain off of all the stuff that's stressing me out. So what's one of those strategy games? Age of Empires. Okay. Very fun. So for me, like I would like to think that like what I do is like play video games or whatnot, but that's not exactly how <laughs> I actually work. When I, when I get stressed out, I like stress myself even more out like when, when there's something stressful happening then i get stressed out about other things too and so how i deal with it is i try and like do things that i can control if that makes sense and so like dishes so i mm-hmm. do a lot of, i'm like oh let me oh, like yeah. i i'm really stressed out i need to like if there's something really overwhelming okay i'm going to clean up this office because I, I can't do this or I, i'm going to wash the dishes mm-hmm. or clean the apartment so like mm-hmm. that's not a relaxing thing but it kind of helps take my mind like it is not I when, when you say, when you say oh, yeah. you're relaxing, you're cleaning the house. Like, that's mm-hmm. not something that you would it's, think of as mindless. relaxing. But it's like, I have to release this somehow. And I'm trying to, like, there's so much stuff going on. Like, we were planning a wedding last year. There's so much stuff going on. And I feel like I can't do it. Your I need to do, I need to do, clean. I need to do one thing that I can, like, actually, I can start and finish a project. Would, like, you, the would wedding you say thing. it's almost like you have to be productive? Like, if a need Because that happens to me where, like, I'll be stressed or like something's building up and I just feel like like the clean thing I'll be like normally I maybe wouldn't do this but I just need to do it all and I need to do it all right now and it's not because I'm mad or anything like that it's just like it'll make me feel better if no I just for do me this. it's definitely a need to be productive like I need to like be able to say that I achieved something you know like mm. I, need, I did I can yep. I mark something off the list I know that so like when there's big life events like oh the wedding or whatnot or you have a big school event or a big work thing and like these projects are just so big that I don't have I can't say that I did enough for this. Mm-hmm. I, how can I? The end goal. Yeah. Yeah. That's not very helpful to you in this moment. No, it is. But... I, I agree with really all of you, but especially like I'm just kind of like mindless. I need something that I know that I know how to do and do it well and something that but you even can like cross off. Like not example here or at our place, but like mowing the lawn or something like like that type of thing, that mm-hmm. type of project where it's like, yeah, you're just doing something. Yeah. Exercise is also good sometimes. Yep. All right, last topic. TV show you're into right now. I thought we were going to talk about carrots. That's the last, last what topic. What is the deal You can't with give carrots. away the bonus topic, Robbie. <laughs> Shoot. We'll the TV show that I'm into right vegetable. now is uh, Formula One Season 2 on Netflix. Ah, I've seen that advertised. Oh my gosh, Wait, it's such a good show. You, so it's a show. Give me you're not a, just watching Formula yeah, give One. Give me a 15-second description of what that is. It's like a documentary about how the Formula One season has gone for 2019. That was oh, only cool. five seconds. That worked. You oh, got ten cool. seconds. And last year was great. Sports documentaries are fun. Is, I liked the where, Netflix Sunderland one. Yes. If you haven't watched the Sunderland... I'm obviously a big soccer guy, but if you haven't watched the Sunderland thing, it's very interesting. It's about how basically Sunderland, who was a very prominent team in England, uh, started as prominent being South very, Anthem. very bad and got relegated a bunch. Well, but it's so, all behind the scenes. So is there more than one season? There will be. So Formula One, okay, so like Hard Knocks or All or Nothing, mm-hmm. they are they show the season or Hard Knocks shows the preseason of a football team, and All or Nothing is the season of like just the Eagles was the most recent one. Mm-hmm. Formula One is doing the whole season 
for all, all of the drivers. teams, like that's all of the drivers. That's a crazy amount of. But there's only there's films. only like ten episodes or something like that. Mm-hmm. But there's only there's not that many Grand Prix and there's only twenty drive twenty teams and like the bottom ten teams aren't really relevant. So they only are showing like highlights of the personalities that you know. It's really cool. What streaming services is on Netflix? Netflix. Ooh, I'll have to watch it. it. I've noticed it, it like it is at the top. Yeah, because the they just released on February twenty eighth, season two. I would watch season one first. I thought how they told the story timeline one timeline wise was really good and you get to know the drivers so i would start with season one it's the 2018 season and then this last one was the 2019 season what about you robbie i'm big into re-watching right now like i don't have that's a ton always of i was gonna say that's not right now that's always see, that's always the i will say one thing that i'm currently watching that as it kind of comes out because hulu's good about putting episodes up one at a time after mm-hmm. they air um aaron got into superstore you guys ever watched superstore can't say i have yeah um it's actually really funny and so we binged it and then we caught all the way up and now as the episodes come out and we're really close to catching up on brooklyn 99 that's a Mm. good one and so that will be another one that as they pop up on hulu we will watch yeah that's one that i watch we watch a lot of uh junk tv too like uh, the Bachelor and uh, The Circle and was, uh, Love Island and uh, Love Is Blind. Uh, Love Is Blind is, is the one that that we're watching right now, which is just a ridiculous concept of a television show. I think we need to pick one of these junky TV shows and then we need to get together every week and just break it down. Like, I think the funniest one for us to pods. do would be uh, Bachelor in Paradise. I think that would be a yeah, fun one. Yeah, that one gets wild. Yeah. That one I don't really watch, but we could watch it. We should. Next time there's a Bachelor in Paradise, we're all watching it, and then we're all going to break See, them down. I, I I will watch that with you guys, but I will never... I'd, I'm just not... The, my time, talking about the time that we have... I'm, work, I'm I agree with you, but... to watch that show, but and Aaron this, doesn't like those. This is how we relax. It'll work. <laughs> it'll work. This uh, is, this yeah, is, podcasting is our... The yeah. show that I have been watching and I just finished and binged in one night was Altered Carbon Season 2 on Netflix. Uh, season 1 that was good. sounds like science class. It was a science fiction. It's very good. Um, I didn't finish the, Season 1. Season right. 1, I don't know the name of the actor, but you'd know who he has. Season 2, the guy who plays... Who's gonna be the like new Captain America in the Avengers? Uh, what's was the his superhero? Uh, Falcon. Yes, Cap, uh, was it Captain Falcon was it? Was it just Falcon? <laughs> I think it was just. The Falcon. He's the main character in the second season. So, mm. my brief synopsis is it takes place of like in the future, people have instead of like being people, they have like skins and little discs in those, so that you can move your entity or anything into like different bodies, and that's goes there's stories that are in that so it's very good it's, it's i'm not gonna go on all the details uh, yes, there's stories but it's science fiction good all right time for us to take a break we've been going for 40 minutes you've been listening for 40 minutes and now just I think Alex and I was better. <laughs> Run it back. <laughs>
What are you talking about? This is gold. Welcome back from your restful break. Ooh, the fade out. Yeah, good work. I thought you might want to talk over it. We, <laughs> it's, very, it's very distracting. We are now entering phase two of this podcast, the bracket challenge. I really, the bracket I, I, challenge. Wah, wah. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> I did realize listening to that. I haven't. I used to be super into Survivor. Uh-huh. That's a badass theme song. It's a that great they theme have. song. That's a great theme. Song. I still. I haven't watched the show in decades, and I still remembered it. They're on <laughs> season like. 40 uh-huh. I think season, of Survivor yeah. I think I only ever watched season 1 but that was like it's a cool things. game I think I watched like season 24 and yeah season, like, I think one, <laughs> once I got older and realized like they're not actually in that remote of places they're literally in places where real people live like not that far away they're but all, they're still like surviving on their own I get it but I feel like Jeff has one of the best jobs in the world <laughs> But you I know he's like, staying at a Ramada somewhere. No, but they could do that same thing on the Oregon coast and just try and survive on the coast. Yeah. Like it would still yeah. be hard. Exactly. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, for sure. For sure. Naked and afraid without being naked. So you're just afraid. <laughs> <laughs> afraid on the Oregon yeah. coast. But right. we're, we get to be Jeff in this version of Survivor. See what I did there? Nice. <laughs> so in the spirit of that and of March Madness coming up, we wanted to do a bracket challenge, but we wanted to take more of a millennial approach. <laughs> so, who wants to set up what we've decided to do? Jeremy? Sure. So, we have chosen eight cartoon characters from our youth. So, early to mid 2000s cartoon characters that we think are going to take place in a survivor game uh, in Patagonia. 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 Oh, I like it. Good, good yes. call. Um, and so, these attention. cartoon it's not about who's the strongest, smart, it's about all of the above, strongest, smartest, most. Who can smart. outwit, outlast, outplay. Thank you. Thank you, God. God. It's all coming back to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's on so, the logo. <laughs> here are our eight characters or contestants. Contestants. Number one. Oh, hold on. I'll put the background music back on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. Number one, SpongeBob from SpongeBob. <laughs> Square pants. Two, Eliza Thornberry. Three, The Brain from Arthur. Four, Reggie Rocket. Five, Tommy Pickles. Six, Goliath. Seven, number one from Codename Kids Next Door. And eight, Kim Possible. I'd like to just um, point out that you named me. the show for two of them, but not for this. <laughs> I feel like SpongeBob was a joke, and number one, I didn't think that anybody would know where it came from. So, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Okay, so to kick this off, we're just gonna go one versus two, and right off the bat, I think we have a humdinger, fellas. So on with Survivor, we have SpongeBob versus Eliza Thornberry. What are your thoughts on their strengths in this game of strategy, physical and mental strength? This is a true 116 matchup, I think. Really? Eliza Thornberry is in the wild all the yeah. time. Yeah. Not to mention, you she were the can one speak... defending SpongeBob when we were having dinner, though. SpongeBob, I was... are you saying living in a pineapple under the sea is not wild? <laughs> he has a friend who is a starfish, and that will not help him. Well, Eliza Thornberry can speak to animals. <laughs> That's true. I feel like SpongeBob's strengths are not as conducive to this challenge. As... Patagonia may be tough, 
He <laughs> I feel like not under the one sea. Is not under the yellow sea. and porous. And the other <laughs> I feel like SpongeBob will get on people's nerves. Will not make very strong alliances. Will not do well in the challenges. Um, I don't know. I think SpongeBob is good at making friends. I think he we're all what we're all ignoring is the shriveling. Factor. I think SpongeBob has a chance of <laughs> being on, like should be in the circle animal. where everybody rallies what around a him. <laughs> you know who would have had a better shot at this is Sandy. Oh, yeah. Sandy the squirrel from SpongeBob. Then she could finally take off her little bowl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Too, bad. Too bad we chose SpongeBob from SpongeBob. Um, so, in this one, two, I think that personally. All in I think favor of Eliza. It's got to be Eliza. I think Eliza. Okay, Eliza Thornberry moving on. 3 4 matchup, Alex. Lead us into Ooh, it. The 3 4 matchup. We have The Brain versus Reggie Rocket. I'm going to make a case right away. And I will say it's biased because I don't know the brain. But Reggie no, Rockets are going to be a tough beat. Okay, you know the brain. I do know the brain. Okay, so the brain has brains. I get yeah, the brain. The brain, I think, would Smart. be great in challenges. I think that he would be all the puzzle rounds. All the puzzle rounds. I think mm. he'd be really good at that. I think he would be good at like um, finding the immunity aisles. Um, I think he is a very friendly character, so he would be one that people would want. And because he's smart, people would want to be. But um, Reggie's got skills, him. and he wears. I know, but that's the people who have skills in Survivor are the ones that people hunt down the first. Yeah, because she's, she's going to be most, targeted. They're the, at the most beginning. threatening ah, in Survivor. So you think that one? the collared like sweater over the polo yes, is going to make him seem a little yes. tall? Uh, in Patagonia, the you need to wear a sweater. Reggie Arthur, Rocket is from California. No, I think that the brain easily because everybody's so going to be so by intimidated comment. by her. So they both have, I think, skills where they'll help win different challenges. Oh yeah, in Survivor. Reggie, do, Reggie would but be great. What do we think then about I the think Reggie the more immunity. social aspect of like working with teams, the conniving and I making sure that works? I, I think that personally, based on nothing of reality, because these are all fictional. Uh, I think Reggie and Eliza would be fast friends and would create quite the core of an alliance. alliance. Oh, I, I disagree. I think that uh, Reggie and the Brain would make a good alliance, and that uh, Reggie and Eliza might be... Uh, uh, rivals? Yeah, rivals. Uh, the the two, power oh, yeah, thing. I think that one, there's going to be some drama there right oh. off the bat. I think we haven't... The most important thing, though, is who's going to survive off of the little amount of rice that they give them <laughs> the most efficiently? Probably the brain. His rationing. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, the brain. He got... is an animal. <laughs> He's a freaking bear. But I... <laughs> he is? He's an aardvark. They're aardvarks. He looks exactly the like brain an is a bear, but Arthur's an aardvark. <laughs> they look exactly the same. Yeah, the I was going to say first Arthur. Sentence on his bio: Brain is an anthropomorphic bear who wears a gray sweater with olive green animals? pants. No, wow, they all look the same. Animal. But I think I think that <laughs> I, uh, I'm sticking brain. with Reggie. But if you all say the brain, then I can understand it. A bear is definitely teeters more than an aardvark. <laughs> okay, it's, it's a bear in a sweater, though. It's like, don't overthink it's super the, warm in yeah, Patagonia. I don't overthink the bear part, but... Um. <laughs> I mean, are there really half pipes in Patagonia? I don't know. <laughs> she does more than half pipes. There might be mountain bikes. She also Kyle, Kyle, what is your, your vote on this one? I would probably vote Reggie. Oh, wow. Yes, know. two for Reggie. And you're the brain. I'm, I'm going to go the brain. Oh, crap. Um, I think what do we rock, do? Paper, scissors, I'm going to switch to brain just to make it fast. Oh. All right. So, Oh, you coward. With the, <laughs> the first upset, the brain. All right. Uh, Kyle, what's the next matchup? We've got Tommy Pickles from Rugrats versus <laughs> Goliath. From the Gargoyles. 
this is one where we cannot be restricted to like the fact that Tommy's a baby and Goliath is <laughs> a stone creature. Like we we a we, demon we, yeah, we can't a do deer. that. We'll never get this, anywhere. The thing is, I think Tom the case for Tommy is cuteness. Cuteness. Yep. So you can rally people around that. He's shown leadership skills. That is true. He has shown ingenuity. He uses his little screwdriver to get wherever he needs to go. He can cry to get people to carry him wherever he wants to. He can ride dogs around. Um, those are just a few of the, a few of the points for Tommy. I think, I think that. I mean, he does carry Quite the resume. a screwdriver. He, the game. he has a screwdriver. That's true. That's his item. I think in the way that Goliath is going to be a literal beast in the challenges, <laughs> I think that he will be one of the first people voted off if he does not win a challenge. He right seems away. like a he's jerk. Too challenging. Too intimidating. Yeah. He's, he's everybody not going to make any alliances. No, people no. would vote him Tommy off will make all right the away. That's true. People keep Tommy around. Probably, actually, because they don't view Tommy as much. Of, I feel yeah, like Tommy's a dark the horse. The threats mm-hmm. are voted off right I, away from the I beginning. I realize that this is a terrible choice for me, too, because he does not trust humans at all. <laughs> <laughs> this was your choice. All right. I vote Tommy. 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 Tommy's moving on. Yeah. That was a tough matchup for him. <laughs> are we keeping track of who's winning? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Jeremy, lead us into the last matchup here. Oh, this is this is my all-time matchup right here. Number one from Codename Kids Next Door versus Kim Possible. I don't think we have a real loser here. If what? both of these can no, go on, we're I about think to have one. Have one. <laughs> so Kim Possible, teenage spy. What more could be said? Um, from the. <laughs> namesake of the show, Kim Possible. Um, <laughs> gotta, gotta be the namesake. Um, number one is the leader of the kit, codename Kids Next Door. They're five child spies um, that are not really, they're just kind of spying on other kid projects or whatever. But he is the leader of this this group spy of spy This is a Cartoon Network show. So for this sure. is Oh it is. This is the spy it's round. Great Cartoon Network show. The the case I don't know very much about number one. The case against Kim Possible is I don't know how its cell surface is like. I don't know if she can be called or beeped. Call me, beep me if you want to reach me. Mm-hmm. How can you be reached in Patagonia? And she won't have her naked mole rat friend Rufus. Or Ron. Mm. They're helping her who's the other guy? Someone. The other guy. <laughs> can we say that Ron Six slight off trackness. Ron is probably the most sidekicky name ever between Weasley and this Ron. <laughs> between those two. Ron is never the name of the hero of the show. Ron is a very sidekick name. Yeah. His that's name true. is literally Ron Stoppable. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's actually Kim Possible and Ron Stoppable. Yeah, you don't remember that? <laughs> I didn't remember that. Um the voice of Kim Possible was Ren in Even Stevens. I did know that. And the voice of Ron was what's his name from um, Boy Meets World. So what's what's Wait, I'm what I'm all Kim <laughs> I'm all Kim Possible on this one. I am too. The problem is I don't really know number one. But I'm willing. He's to a hear great the leader. Um, he's very um, ingenuitive. He's he build. They build all of these super huge bases. It's, it's their treehouse, and they have all these really cool gadgets does, and whatnot. Does he need uh, the gadgets? He does not need the gadgets. He's good at making the gadgets. I think then, is what then that be. may swing my vote. Which is why I want Kim. I think Kim is more of a high tech choice. I don't want only one girl um, in this. I would, I would, I wouldn't be upset voting Kim. Kim is a super spy. She's gonna be resourceful. 
I think resourcefulness is a big resourceful. thing. Resourcefulness. Yeah. You've got to be resourceful. I would not be upset with Kim Possible either. These are two I, of my okay, top my vote, my vote's Kim Possible. I say Kim Possible. All right. Boom. Roasted. But you're Round one is complete. First matchup of round two, Eliza Thornberry of the Wild Thornberries versus Brain from Arthur. I didn't vote for Brain the first time. I'm not voting for him. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a cute, cuddly bear with a sweater, but he's Eliza Thorn, freaking Thornberry. Here's the thing: in the reason that I chose the Brain over um, Arthur Reggie, oh. right, um, yep. was for his ingenuity and, or his genius and how he would be able to solve things. Mm-hmm. I think that's also taken up with Eliza Thornberry, so I would give this one. Yeah, to Eliza and she's as well. got the rest of she's it. She's got the rest of it. I mean, has, honestly, if he if too. he was able to beat Reggie Rocket. He could beat Eliza. I honestly think I would have voted Reggie Rocket over Eliza Thornberry in this round, and so I guess no the match <laughs> You didn't. You didn't get that. I thought Reggie versus Eliza it's was going to be about a the good matchup. matchup. <laughs> I thought, no, he I started thought, this off by saying he wasn't going to root for or vote for the brain. And now Reggie switched. versus. Well, I mean, just logically, I'm like, well, this is BS because it should have been Reggie. In the first place. <laughs> Upsets this happen. Is, this Upsets is me happen. picking. This is me picking a one seed to win it all, and then having him lose in the round of 32, and just being upset about it. <laughs> So <laughs> you're just you're just mad about this I'm whole just thing. I'm mad about it. Fine. I vote Eliza. Have your bear. Have your bear. I vote Eliza. I'm voting Eliza as well. Sweet. <laughs> Good for you guys. Get that bear All right. out of here. And we <laughs> and we got Tommy Pickles versus Kim Possible. I feel like this is no brainer. It has to be Kim Possible. It has to be right. Ooh, I would vote Tommy. I, in what at world this point, Kim Possible. At this point, like I feel at like Tommy's point. cuteness got him so far, but at one point, Kim is gonna like. She has definitely won an immunity idol by now. And he hasn't? Absolutely. No. No. He's found what's, one what's for sure. He argument? is an immunity item. He's a token character. What's the argument against Tommy Pickles in this? He can't match? walk. Oh, he can walk. Well, he's a liability a in challenges. How many of the, how many of the, the things you got to be crawling through the jungle and stuff okay, anyway? The, the lovable characters usually make it farther. They're not the first people voted out, but they never actually... Like, I don't feel like he's... Act, like, you're right. He's a leader, but I don't feel like he's strategic enough to adapt to the game. Oh, I disagree. No, I think... I think he's you're real right, sneaky. He's not maniacal people, He has spent his whole life playing, playing older people <laughs> for, like, like, a fiddle. That is a <laughs> like very... Like a fiddle. The first people voted out are the people who are most intimidating and the most, like, athletically gifted. The next people voted out, I feel like, are the weak ones, because you want to, like... I feel like he would be voted out of this. We're also year. ignoring the fact that he can't write a name on the piece of paper to vote. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you win, Kim Possible. <laughs> oh, that's what got it for me, huh? All right, I don't know. This is a tough one, boys. No, Eliza it's not. versus Kim Possible in the championship round. It's I Eliza. I think really? it, it has yes. to be. I still think... Speaking the animals, you're in the jungle or the Patagonia or whatever outdoors. She has the smarts. Here's she has the full package. She has the, the, the nature aspect here's of it. Kim Possible is a city slicker. Here's what you're missing. When you come to the last round of the of Survivor, it's not you voting against the other person. It's the tribe uh, is now voting Who was more likable? So who was more likable amongst people? I think it's a toss-up. No. I think Eliza's Kim Possible probably is more a spy. She can. stabbed backs along the way. That's she she climbed true, on top actually. of bodies to get I, there. Eliza is but much that's more I, totally I think... 
Eliza is like the sweet night. Like I do think that Kim probably worked her way to the final yes. and probably did have to. I mean, you know that she's the one who got Tommy kicked off. That must have pissed off everyone. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, I have my vote. Yeah, that's the episode everybody cried at. Is when when Tommy's, Tommy got voted uh-huh. off because he couldn't he write it on a piece of paper. <laughs> he couldn't vote for himself. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. I'm not sure how he made it through the first round. Right, Somebody so wrote it for himself. I'm voting Eliza. It's Eliza. I'm, yeah. And the winner of the 45th season of Survivor <laughs> is Eliza Thornberry. Oh, hey, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. The tribe is spoken. All right. They win a million dollars when they win that. I think you so. Do. All right. We're going to go into a break. When we come back, we're wrapping up the show. Like it. That was nice. And in addition to bringing us back from that wonderful break, you also brought us the tweet of the week on February twenty seventh, twenty twenty. You said, <laughs> "Never speak to me again." It was a it was a very was difficult a day. day. It was a hard day. You just made me relive it again. <laughs> Never speak to me again. <laughs> Following you on Twitter is. Like watching some kind of wombat swing from tree to tree and constantly hit the trunk, not land on the branch. I just got I just got depressed thinking about <laughs> that moment again. Yeah, it was very very. Uh, you get too invested into some sports stuff sometimes, and I should know better. You That's do. What I would yeah, say. when you've experienced as much disappointment as well, you have. Happy birthday to Eva Mendez. Hey, of Hitch fame. And other things, yes. What else was she in? I know she's been in a know. bunch. Even, like, <laughs> Couldn't have named if anything you were else. In, if you were in Hitch, that's what I know you from, because that was a great movie. Uh, Training Day. Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh, yeah. The Other Guys, of course. Oh, yeah. Ghost Rider. so many things. Mm-hmm. I know, but I can't remember any of them off the top of my head. She was in a... No, that's just Galvo. Once Upon a Time in Mexico. All right. Now it's time for the part of the show that I've been looking forward to the most. Guys, we got to come up with a nice little acapella backbeat for Robbie while he does the Cyrus song. The Cyrus song? The Cyrus song. So, what do you want to go? You want to go high, low? You want to be percussion? What do you want to be in this acapella band? So, Jeremy, to fill you in, every every episode I sing a short song to my nephew who will demand to listen to this podcast because his name gets mentioned all the time. (laughs) He's he's three, <laughs> almost four this month. By the way, oh almost wow, four. But what were my options again? I really hope my nephew. Like, do you want to be like the percussion? Do you want to be like a high harmony? Do I'll be the be high like harmony. A... So let's start with Alex, and when it comes so around, I'll have a high harmony. I start with the low beat. Yeah. So you, yeah, you'll take like the low tones. You guys so have, high. You guys <laughs> have no idea what's gonna. I'm be going to be like something like that. Oh crap. So what do you want? I don't you know. Want? You, you pick you pick the melody, and then I'll follow you with a high harmony. Okay. Oh, 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 I don't know. This is. I like... know. I like it. I like it. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> but get a little bit lower. 
<laughs> Jump in. I might get this for myself. All right. Cyrus, you're singing a song. Cyrus, you're playing along. Cyrus, you like the game. Cyrus. Is in the main Cyrus. You like the movie Cyrus. You sing with me. Cyrus sings. Cyrus dance. Cyrus laughs. Cyrus. <laughs> Guys, that was good. Nailed it. There, you were doing nice. That was. Have you ever had to do one to three different? Being an acapella is hard. It looked like. <laughs> it looks like you I guys mean, made that look really hard. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the. I have no <laughs> idea. It's, it really is like it makes you respect like rappers and people and like people like Lin Manuel Miranda mm. freestylers that can do that so naturally off the top of their head. Like I'll say one word that if I have a chance to think about it, I can think of a hundred words that uh, rhyme with but game. When you don't, you're but just... when I'm singing, I'm like. Main, <laughs> and you don't just have to think of another word that rhymes. You have to be yeah. saying words in a sentence. Yeah, there's got to be a thread that, that follows it syllable. through. And I'm just like, I have no, I do not have that skill. Yeah, it's tough. You know who definitely doesn't have that skill is Frankie Muniz. He doesn't have any skills. Screw him. Never had a skill in his life. <laughs> One skill he should have is just being gone. <laughs> the best skill someone can. Yep. Take that to the bank. Yeah, but uh, you guys want to send us out here? Yeah. What are you? Final thoughts, wishes, dreams, hopes that you wish to share with the people? Advice? I'm I'm happy that the uh, the best person won in our Survivor Challenge, and uh, I look forward to our next bracket TBD in the future. <laughs> way to way to tease it. This has been the Things and Stuff podcast. <laughs> oh, you can follow us. On- <laughs> he sniped it right under our feet. Darn it. So much that was well done. I respect yeah. the plug, but yeah. never fear the bacon. Bye.